hold on to life and life will hold you back. That is the theme of this podcast and I am so stoked you are here for my final episode of 2019. I'm your host, Emily Schramm, nutritional therapy practitioner, meathead hippie, uh, blah, 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 long title. You probably last heard my last podcast, which was incredible. And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it with Dr. Stacey Sims, the one of the coolest, raddest women I've ever talked to. And I get to go see her again at the Newness Retreat in January in San Diego. But I basically felt like this whole year deserved a, oh shit, what's next, slash how do I process, slash I'm going through all the feelings uh, podcast. And I usually do these on tangents, like Facebook Lives, if you're a part of my Facebook group. But there was enough here that I really felt like it was time to put it in one place through me at Hippie, the highs, the lows, and then ultimately kind of this epiphany that I had even a couple of days ago, going through what I want for 2020, realizing that if I do not process 2019, if I do not process the, the last 10 years and forgive, release, there's no ugly, there's nothing negative that's associated with these last 10 years, then what I am not allowing myself to do is open the new door. And I just felt like that was something so powerful. I had to talk about it. So here we are. Welcome to another Meathead Hippie Podcast. <laughs> I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Before we jump in, I want to quickly say I am so one of my favorite trips of 2019 was going to Medford, Oregon. That was where Herb Farm is. You guys have heard me talk about it. I talked to the lead herbalist. Herb Farm just launched these everyday collections. And so it's four packs of herbs. And so there's various different forms. One is kind of everyday herbs and one is for immunity. So if you feel like you are interested in herbs, but aren't really sure where to go, uh, Herb Farm has made it really easy for you. You can use code Emily 15 for 15% off. And that's all the, all the P what is it called? PSA <laughs> that I have for you today. <laughs> okay. Where do I even begin here? So, uh, 2019, when I think about it, and this is what I want people to understand is that you will always go through hard years, right? 2017 was a hard year. 2018 was a hard year. There's years that you're like, wow, that was really great. But we usually only see it from a perspective of that was really great because I'm through it. And what I have learned, especially in writing this book, which is called The Process, is understanding that my process and the way I'm processing things is allowing me to be in the middle of the oh shits and be able to have a little bit of calm. And that's ultimately what we're all looking for. I feel like so many times we are on one spectrum or the other. We're all into the gym or we haven't gone in a week. We are so motivated and excited and we're taking all the supplements or we are so over it and we can't stop eating cookies. Uh, we are really in on a 21-day challenge and then we are really not in a 21-day challenge. And I respect these waves. I think that all of us know, especially after my conversation with Stacey Sims, we know there's going to be times as a female, even if you're a man, man men have more testosterone all the time. There's no cycles. But for the most part, we do as females have more testosterone on certain levels and we're able to be more engaged and more, more ferocious and more decision decisive, blah, blah, blah. Right. We know that that's something we need to understand better. 
but we still in practice are pretty damn hard on ourselves in the middle of those rest and relax and low energy modes. And I feel like I've been in a low energy mode for a while because I'm processing so much. And then I beat myself up about being in a low energy state. And I was just kind of sick of beating myself up. It's the same reason I decided to become healthier and change my body and get strong and really be proud of who I saw in the mirror basically 10 years ago, nine years ago, um, because I was just sick of my own shit. So in a way, I was kind of sick of my own shit of feeling just moody and like, God, am I bipolar? What is happening? I'm just going from one side to the other and good day and bad day and good hour, bad hour. And so when I'm processing my 2019, I was looking at it and I'm so glad that I did this. I have a full kind of reflection list that I posted in the Facebook group. So please join. The, the link is below. And it's just a reflection of the, th- the things that I hate doing. I hate talking about uh, lists and expectations and, you know, how was 2019? What was your hardest lesson? You know, it kind of sometimes pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, you know what? I went through it. I got through it. Let's move on. And that mentality, I stop myself. I'm like, okay, well, why don't, why are you resistant to this? Is it because you are, you know, the stories in our head? Are you, is it because you are impatient? Is it because you are ready to move on? Is it because you think of 2019 as a negative year? And it was all the above. I have gotten through 2019 and kind of had this experience of like, wow, that was tough. And I learned, but oh my God, I'm ready for 2020. 2020 is the year. But then I was like, how is that allowing me to really let go of 2019? Like I said in the intro, if we do not forgive ourselves from anything that has happened in 2019, then 2020 will not be the year we want it to be. And that is, that's just a fact. And so I really had a lot of moments, forced and kind of natural, that happened that got me to this point where I had to sit and answer these questions, and I made myself answer these questions. And when I was going through the year, I realized that so many times we can be as, you know, I don't even know how to say it. We can be as forward-moving high momentum, you know, going in the right direction as we want. But if there is not reflection, it all becomes delusion and it also repeats history. And I think the best way to explain that is if I truly want to get to where I want to go, if I truly want to be the person I want to be, I have to reflect on the ugliest parts of my 2019, the ugliest parts of my last 10 years and truly release them. And I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but think of it this way. When we, and this is a chapter in my book, by the way, my book is delivering to you guys. It'll be there January 8th. If you haven't pre-ordered, the pre-orders are the only ones that are getting signed copies. So please put your pre-order in if you want a little signed copy. I'm so excited to ship them myself. Uh, It's just super important for me because I self-published and Amazon is like, I can't, there's just like, I'm a little bit like torn about the Amazon thing. (laughs) Amazon makes it really easy to self-publish, but it also makes it Amazon. (laughs) So if you can pre-order, please do. It is all on my website. The link is below. You can do with audio, which is definitely the way to go if you can. Um, The point being that when I look at the process of this stuff, it's saying, how can I be better at 2020 so that when I'm in the shit, when I'm in those really crazy, oh my God, what the fuck? My 
bi- am I bipolar? Am I crazy? I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I can, I can remember a little bit more my 2019. And uh, the best example is the book. There's a sketch and it's my favorite sketch. It's so simple. And it is a stick man and he is trying to open a door. And this just came to me when I was in a bath one day. He was trying to open the door and in on his leg was a ball and chain and it was stuck in the door behind him. And it was just as simple as this. It dropped in. It said, I mean, there's, there's a reason one door isn't going to open. And it's because so many of us, we have anger and resentment and hatred and guilt and shame about the things that we are leaving behind and we're not leaving them behind. They are still attached to us. And so I want to share my stories of what was attached to me and how I can help maybe, if anything, give you guys a little bit of excitement around reflection, especially if it's something that doesn't sound fun for you or forgiveness or release, or if you have no idea where to go with that, or you feel like you're fine, maybe the story and the stories I'm going to share with you today might be helpful because it didn't happen until I actually sat down and started writing this. And those reflections really brought this up. So the best example, the first example I want to say is that everything has felt pretty much like a giant blur this year. I've had incredible trips, Medford, Oregon being one of them, Oaxaca, going to Gem and Bolt, with Gem and Bolt to um, Oaxaca and understanding how Mezcal is made. I mean, it's truly one of the most incredible places in the world. I mean, there's just so much on paper that happened and it was amazing. But what I see as the business owner who is running and managing five different businesses, uh, it really hit me in the face. I felt like I could not catch a break. I kept hitting failure and I kept looking outside of myself because I am just a creator. I just have great ideas and I bring them to life and then I want them to grow and I might not know how to get them to grow. So I I should hire other people to help tell me how to grow them. And over and over and over again, the universe was shutting those doors in ways that we do not need to get into, but in ways that were very powerful and painful lessons. And so many times I would still even going through that process of understanding this might not be a good fit, or maybe I am looking outside of myself to fix problems that I need to look inward for. It, it didn't matter. I had to learn the hard way. And I learned the hard way by getting my ass kicked. And that was in many different fields that could be through <laughs> emotionally drained, spiritually drained, exhausted, you know, kind of hitting that hypoadrenal dysfunction, the adrenal dysfunction that I, I so hate. And I get away, you know, the reason I have the adrenal course and understanding my adrenal patterns, not being able to work out as hard because I was so stressed and trying to juggle, 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 juggle. So going back to these old patterns that I felt like I had broken from, I felt like I had improved that so much, especially after one of those earlier podcasts this year with uh, Emily Fletcher from Ziva Meditation, getting into meditating and understanding that I could be more calm, I could be more grounded. I felt like I was starting to lose that. And the biggest example was after I hosted the retreat. So I hosted a retreat in September and I had 50 people, 50 people come. It was incredible. If you were one of those 50 people, know how much I loved having you. But also there was something that happened to my body after and I kind of fell apart and I couldn't figure out what happened. I was like, this is this is who I am. My identity is showing up for you guys. My identity is tied into being this person that can help you guys and, and 
hopefully inspire you guys. And I felt like my whole identity was wrapped up into this in a place that was no longer not just sustainable. It was no longer sustainable, but it was no longer who I was at my core. And I kept thinking about this, and this is where most of the book kind of poured out of me of how so many times we wrap ourselves up into a word, whether it's a entrepreneur or a personal trainer or a coach or a entrepreneur or a writer or a singer or an artist. And if something changes and maybe we don't identify as much with that, all we do is hate ourselves. All we do is think that we should feel bad about it not still being ourselves because it's not ourselves and that was who we are and that's who we were and how how could this be? How could I change who I am when this is what I am supposed to be to the world? And it's just all this giant world of understanding that one, our ego can be very painful to silence and two, it is not easy in the world we live in today to separate identities and allow yourself to get into more roles. It's really, really hard. So if you've struggled with that, if you've battled with that, don't put all this pressure on yourself for it. It is pretty clear with anybody's Instagram being branded, you know, representing who you are, identifying who you are, identifying your niche, identifying your customer and your client, you know, all the things that happen, whether you have a business or not, this happens. And that is putting us in a box that so quickly we will grow out of inevitably. I hope you grow out of it. I am so glad I grew out of it in some way. If you are not growing out of it, there's something wrong. So it's not wrong that we're changing, but the way the world puts it, it feels wrong. It feels very wrong. It feels very tumultuous and hard and frustrating because you so badly might want something else that you can't quite identify, but you know there's something else. And yet here you are stuck in this box and stuck in this world. And so uh, the, the whole point of this really understanding that that retreat really opened that up for me. It kind of cracked it open and said, I love doing this, but there there is no boundary between who I thought I was. And now as soon as I'm, it's kind of this I have to be this person. Like I didn't know how to not be that person and I wanted to be that person for everyone and I I don't know how to say no and I didn't want to turn parts of myself off. I wanted to be fully emotionally and spiritually available, but I did not have the internal boundaries and the safety inside of myself to be able to say this might not be who I completely am and I don't know how else to explain it except hopefully that I want you guys to know that we all go through it, no matter what stage we're at, no matter where we're at in our journey, all of us are going to inevitably go through this. And so I had to really sit down and talk to myself over and over and over again of what I want, what I want to do, how do I want to be seen in the world, and really what ultimately, not how I want to be seen in the world, but what makes me fucking happy? What do I really enjoy doing? And you guys know I go through this cycle quite a bit on this podcast. It's a re- it's the reason you guys don't hear from me for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden I drop a dope podcast and it's amazing. And then I kind of disappear because if it is not completely energetically aligned with who I am in that moment, then I do not push publish because there is no point. I refuse to operate that way. And that's how I've always operated. And I'm really grateful for that. 
But I also know that it can become a little bit frustrating for the people that work with me and for my sponsors. But that means it's going to stay relevant to you. And that means it's going to energize me and not drain me. And that's the choice I make is that I'd rather be a little bit more fickle and have more energy when I show up than be drained in doing it just because I'm doing it. And so having those hard conversations, lots and lots and lots of them, But ultimately, it kind of put me in the place of 2019 feeling kind of like a failure, feeling like, oh my God, all I did was learn lessons. All I did was learn the hard way. All I did was try this and then try that and then outwardly look for people. And all I see is the amount of money I spent on stupid decisions and bad mistakes and oh my gods. And ultimately, going into my distribution center, you know, finding out you know, if we are really going to fix this and change this and foundationally restructure and what we've been working on as a team, the team that I have for three and a half months, just nonstop grinding, trying to get our foundation back into perfection. And that requires a lot of work and a lot of ego checking and a lot of, oh my God, we are so far away from where we need to be, but it's so important. It's just looking at the littlest things and knowing that you can make them better. And I know that they can be better. So how can we do this in a sustainable way? And ultimately, all all fingers pointed to my distribution center. So this kind of epi, epicenter that I have where everything is shipped out of. So if you buy supplements, if you buy an MPAC, if you buy tea, if you buy a shirt, and no matter what processes we were having in place as a team, we still were having this kind of disconnect from the you know, whether it's inventory counts or whether it's the way something's folded, you know, all these things that are so important for me, I could tell that there, it was unraveling and the, I, you have to go to the source. So I go to the distribution center about a month ago and I just had a total full on panic attack, like full on panic attack, just so frustrated with the fact that One, it was kind of like all my businesses, all my creations, all my ideas sitting there staring at me (laughs) in a way that I had to choose, that I either see these as monsters, I see these as things that aren't good enough, I see these as things that have consumed my energy and my time and my resources and have stressed me the fuck out. I can choose to see them in that way or I can choose to see them as exactly what they are creations from somebody who has a fucking huge heart and just wants to make this world a better place. And that was really hard, (laughs) really, really hard. Um, I saged the place. I had someone named Anna. Thank you, Anna, for being there. We basically did everything we needed. I think I've spent a total of 15 hours there processing, re-engaging, re-figuring out how do I make this something I'm proud of. And this is the best example of I can go into 2020 being like everything's perfect and everything's going to be amazing, but nothing is actually going to be amazing until number one, the work that I just did is complete and I did it and I know I did it my best that I could. But I have to forgive myself for every stupid mistake I made, for everything that I dropped the ball on, for everything that I missed and the lack of community, you know, all the things. It is so easily my fault. And it's so something that I'm very willing to take on. I love taking on responsibility because these are my babies. Every single company that I have and every single thing that you guys experience that I have created, whether it's the hormone balance tea or whether it's the vitamin D, these are 
expressions of me via business. And as much as I wish that I could have some separation between product and myself, right now, I love them so much that they all are me in some way. And I know that sounds kind of weird if you don't know me, but it makes sense if you just keep listening to this podcast. And I, this is just such an example of, I have to, and I still, I'm really, you know, in your head, you can forgive yourself all you want in your head, but until you fully feel it in your heart and your stomach and in your every single chakra, you can feel when you are at peace in your own skin. And I guess, you know, I wish this was a longer podcast about chakras and that's going to come in 2020, I promise, because that's something that's radically changed my life. And I have some really great things happening in that front. So just stay tuned for that. But it's about understanding that yes, my body is my body and my brain is my brain. Uh, but I, again, I'm not my thoughts. And I can find out if I am in, in alignment or out of alignment very quickly. And if I cannot feel my heart expand, if I cannot feel my body melt in certain scenarios, then I am in a stressed fight or flight state. That's just who I am. It's one or the other. And if I'm looking at trying to make my body the best it can be, and if I'm looking at trying to forgive myself, then I shouldn't be clenched up. I shouldn't feel anxious. I shouldn't feel heavy. I shouldn't feel heart racing and thinking everything and frazzled. I should feel grounded. I should feel at peace and I should feel okay. And so until I get myself into that place, I cannot say in my head, I forgive myself, release, 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 2019, forgive yourself. I have to first get in that place and then I can start to fully understand the release process. And I talk about this again. This is more my book than I've, you know, this is definitely a book thing that I definitely talk about in my book. But when I think about how I can actually do that and the execution of it, there is something that is really simple that happens. And so one, it's whether you meditate or not, it is just being still in a hot bath or a hot sauna. That's how I started meditating. And it was perfect for me to learn how to just sit with myself in, in an environment that was hot. So I didn't have to think about just sitting by, by myself in an environment that was normal, right? It gave me something to hold on to. And then I finally got into the place where I could meditate with or without music and just kind of check in to my body and to myself. And what I have found is the easiest way once you kind of settle in and you're able to quiet your mind and just think about, okay, 2019, what the fuck did you teach me? Let's go. Let's go through it. And you go through each scenario pretty soon, every trip that you went on, every experience that you went on, going through your phone and your photos and seeing nothing but the good. If you see something that triggers something that's negative, that don't just scroll past it. Why did that feel negative? Why did that feel heavy? Why did I all of a sudden get sad? Why did that make me feel something? Why did I want to hurry up and get through that? What was something that happened? And then all of a sudden you can start reshaping these stories and understanding the lessons that came from them. And I will give you another story, the second story that I have for you today. And this is just so simple, but I did a podcast with Blake, who is my video guy and his spirit animal is the eagle. And I had this amazing story of writing the book and this eagle surrounding me. And it helped me finish the book even before I knew the eagle was there. It's the couple episodes back. It's just, you know, really woo-woo stuff. But I've decided that my spirit animal of the book is the eagle. And 
I was kind of just thinking about my trips and going through Bainbridge, and I had this really incredible moment with uh, going to Bainbridge. I went to Bainbridge because this amazing podcaster that I, or <laughs> this amazing guest that I had on my podcast, Steph Jagger, lives in Bainbridge, and she called it Jurassic Island, and Jurassic Park is my favorite movie, so of course I'm going to go to Jurassic Island, like, duh, and all of a sudden I'm in Bainbridge on a ferry, I get to this Airbnb, I there's this amazing kayak, I have a whole kayak story that I talked about, I go to the grocery store, I have an Uber driver, my Uber driver, her name is Grace, I need to have her on this podcast, and she tells me in this Uber ride home that she is also an energy healer and she's from Kauai, which is a very special place to me. Also Jurassic Park, <laughs> no irony there. <laughs> uh, it's just, it was too serendipitous for me to not get her card and then not invite her to come and do energy healing at the house. And so I'm doing this session with her and all I remember in that moment when I was in the moment was the fact that I could not stop crying. Like I literally felt like I was cracked open and I couldn't stop crying, but I didn't have a reason why it was just, it was just a lot of tears. And I'm not going to lie. Like I have been more emotional this year than I've ever been because I'm allowing myself to cry more. I'm allowing myself to feel more, but it doesn't mean that this like tomboy Emily, <laughs> uh, kind of go getter doesn't judge the emotional Emily. There's two voices in my head. One being like, stop being a little bitch. <laughs> I really hope somebody relates to this. If not, I'm so screwed. Um, but just being like, Emily, get your shit together. Stop crying. What is wrong with you? There's always that voice in my head when I'm crying, right? It's not that I'm just like, let it all go. It wasn't one of those. I'm not quite there yet. I'm on a journey. I'll get there maybe one day, but I I haven't gotten there yet. So in my, in my mind, I knew this was an incredible experience because I cried, but I didn't understand what it meant <laughs> and that she allowed us. To, it was me and my friend, Dr. Lauren, who's been on this podcast this year. It's a great podcast as well. God, there's so many good recaps of 2019. And I went in did this altar, built this altar, and she had this very special eagle feather that she had found, and I, it was just beautiful. So I, before I went to bed, I hung it above my bed and slept that night with it above my bed. I had no idea why, but that was my impulse, and I did it. And then all of a sudden, reflecting on the story, instead of me seeing me just being a little bitch, not stopping crying, I realized that I basically called that eagle in when I wrote this book in Bainbridge, starting that moment and throughout the whole year, ending with me on the rock with this eagle flying above me, my whole year basically comes down to this book that I just launched. And it it's just like, oh my God, wow. I could have just gone through and never experienced and reflected. And in two years, I would have completely forgotten about it, right? We only have year to year to year. And if we do not allow ourselves to reflect, if we do not allow ourselves to process, even if it feels ugly at first, there is going to be something that's beautiful on the other side. And I, you know, the ugliest is the example of the distribution center and really working as hard as I can to make it exactly what I want it to be. And then on the other side of it being these stories that we forget the intricate details of because we maybe were too worried about what we looked like or who we were or 
you know, we were looking at external circumstances. Who cares that I was crying, right? I should have only just been grateful for this opportunity and this experience with this amazing Uber driver. But then I got to reflect and change that story. And so there, there's story after story. Every single person who's listening, you all have that ability. You all have that story that might feel a little icky, but if you crack it open, it won't feel so icky and it'll actually feel pretty transformative. And it's going to allow you to shut 2019 in a way that is impossible to do unless you do this. <sighs> I hope that somebody is snapping out there because, oh my God, I just having these moments and reflections, I just finally was able to release it. So the last thing I'll say is that they're, again, kind of seeing these things as creatures and somewhat of hoaxes, but also knowing that that's not at all what it is. That's the own story of fear that I have with the businesses that I run. There's just got to be a better way. And when I think of my frustrations with work and with play and with life, ultimately is it's putting things in one place. I've always made things very complicated. There's not one thing I've probably created outside of this podcast that wasn't simple. It's just like, Oh, this is what it is. It's always got some something. <laughs> I mean, it's why I love myself, but it's also why I hate myself. It's like, can you just be a little bit more linear, Emily? <laughs> like, ah, like, does it have to have all this complicated story and blah, blah, blah? And honestly, it does. And I'm not going to change that. But what I can do is I can make it more accessible. So I am so honored to be able to launch tomorrow, and this is January 30th, so this will be New Year's Eve, uh, or sorry, December 30th, so this will be New Year's Eve. I am launching Empress, which is a monthly publication. It is every month I will be delivering one month at a time, packed with information that is so relevant, that is beautiful, that is so badass. It includes every single company in some way, including herbal education, through this amazing thing that I named called Daily Rue. And it's going to teach you about herbs through Platform Strength, which is using each coach from Platform Strength and eventually expanding to more coaches and more trainers to more people. Using my coaches to teach you about exercises and strength training with tutorials and videos. It is featured content. It's recipes. It's this you know, amazing in case you missed it page where everything you might have missed from the month before is all in one place. So many times social media, you just don't catch things. And so our favorites all in one place. But my most exciting piece of Empress is the fact that I am going to add in text messages. So I don't know why I'm so excited about this, but it's so cool. I've always wanted to do some sort of inspirational thing. And Laura, you mentioned this, it's like Rev Run style. And so I Googled Rev Run in the bathtub doing it. And I'm totally going to text you all in the bathtub. (laughs) Uh, Inspirational things, little tidbits, little pieces, nothing crazy. I'm not going to spam you, but it's just connecting with you all in a different way. It's included in every month. And then also a Zoom call that we really talk about the things that you need to know when it comes to changing your body, strength training, nutrition, etc. Every single edition is going to have two weeks of my strength programs. So it's a different strength program every month. So for example, I have 13 different strength programs. I love them all. They're amazing. Ass and abs, arms and abs, build, burn, busy bee. But every single time I launch a program, it's like, well, which one's right for me? 
Exactly. Let me make it easier for you. I'm going to pick the program for you and you can do it for two weeks. You can repeat it for two more weeks or you can get 50% off the program for with every Empress edition. So it's just a perfect way to put it all in one place. And I also am like really stoked about the fact that I can all of a sudden see all of these things in a beautiful way in one place. And I know that sounds crazy to anybody who isn't me. It's like, of course you did all these things and God, you should be so proud. And I am proud, but honestly, when you are so consumed by trying to get it to the right people and even in my Facebook group, like linking all of the things, what, how amazing is it to have it all in one place? That's like what I'm the most desperate for. And so I'm so proud. It was such a simple solution to something that is so necessary <laughs> and it will be this is the best part drum roll january's edition of empress including two weeks of the program including all the incredible discounts including a sponsor of the month that actually is included with your orders if you do order including the text message service and the call with me all of it is completely free so January's edition, it is a preview into the amazingness of what Empress is going to be every single month. It is just going to get better and your feedback and your support and your comments and you are the reason I'm making this, right? So eventually we're going to have exclusive Meathead Hippie podcasts. I will have somebody like Stacey Sims on and then it'll be VIP for just Empress people. It's just going to be so rad. I'm just so thrilled to kind of bring it all in one place. Oh, and it's so damn needed. And I hope you guys know just how grateful I am. I think to close this out, 2019 was hard, yes, but it was also incredibly beautiful. It was ultimately, I mean, today is 10 years of me being on Real World DC episode one, which is kind of nuts. That was my, today's my 10 year anniversary of that first episode. And when I think of my last 10 years and just this constant doing and constant seeking and curiosity, you are going to not know why you're doing something. You are not going to understand what it is that you're doing and you're just going to keep doing it because you're going to trust your heart and you're going to trust your gut. And if you do that, that is all that matters. You will find yourself in a place where you can say 10 years ago, oh my God. And I hope you are already at that point, but knowing that that is all that happened the last 10 years, and that's all that I can be thankful for and grateful for. And I'm releasing all, all the shit, all the stupid mistakes, all the, uh, kind of weirdness that's associated with reality TV or being a fitness star or being whatever identity I have associated myself with. I do not let that define me because I am, I'm undefinable. All of us are. We are not able to be put in a box because we will someday outgrow that box. And the sooner we realize that, the better off we will be. And so all we have to do is just keep growing and keep following the gut, keep following the heart. Does this make your heart expand? And that is what is going to allow us to give 2020 the chance to be as as effing amazing as it should be because it is going to be amazing but only if you go through the process of going <laughs> through those scenarios and changing those stories from guilt and shame into forgiveness and release you deserve that I'm telling you right now just do it right now go to the Facebook group if you don't if you don't know where to start there's a full list of questions join the Facebook group it's linked below and you guys are incredible Thank you so much for being a part of my life. 
I cannot believe I'm, I just had a birthday. <laughs> I just turned 31. I just ended 10 years. I just had a 10 year anniversary. I just cannot believe it. And it makes me kind of, I've been crying a lot and slowly getting into the place where I can cry without calling myself a little bitch. <laughs> I know I should stop saying that, but it's true. And somebody's going to relate to that so strongly. And it's okay if you feel that way, but you release it and you get better next time. And you guys have made my year incredible. Thank you for being a part of it. I am so honored to be able to host this podcast. I am so honored to be able to do what I do. I can't believe that this is my life. And um, I just, oh, I'm really grateful. So thank you. And I hope you guys have an incredible 2019. And I love you all so much. And here's to a 2020 that is crystal clear, focused in crazy, crazy amounts of successful. All the love.
it holds hold the horse so I think it's so good to know that it's like giving people permission to have breakfast is is good yeah I mean it's it's imperative we know from quite a few years of research that women do much better in a fed state when they're facing exercise for adaptation Um, And we also know that if you don't shut down that catabolic state after exercise and you stay in that breakdown state for a long period of time, even if you eat enough, your body still responds as if it's in a low energy state. So a lot of women who are like, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go training at 530 or 6 before I go to work, I might have a half a protein shake and then I'm full and I get too busy, I don't remember to eat, then I'll have a big lunch or maybe a small lunch, depending, and then they eat a lot in the evening when they get home, even though it's healthy stuff and they're not necessarily putting on weight in that pattern. They're not adapting properly because they stay in that breakdown state for so long, so much time of the day, that their body doesn't adapt to training. Hmm. Oh my gosh, this is such good info. Well, I just love what you're doing and the work that you are just constantly putting out every post that you have is packed with information it's just no bullshit it's so needed a female voice doing this for females which i just again like you said most men telling people uh to do low carb or low calorie or intermittent fasting i understand that's good for all of us to guinea pig and that's what why i got to that 125 grams of carbs because i guinea pigged but i i also think it's so good to know and be the voice of like, you're not a failure and you are not a lost cause just because something that a man told you didn't work. And so I just am so grateful for your, what you do. Oh, thank you. You'll, you'll laugh at this last comment that I'll tell you. So yesterday um, we posted about, you know, diets and uh, the cispeptin and all that kind of stuff and not to do intermittent fasting or fasting. And some guy posted, well, in my experience, you don't get any benefit for benefit for three days. And then a woman posted, do you have a menstrual cycle? <laughs> she wrote back, well, in my experience, it takes about three days and went on and on about his experience. And she wrote back, this is actually a, mute, a moot point because you don't have a menstrual cycle. This whole thing is about women. Yes. <laughs> it's like, thank you. I didn't have to answer. Oh, Someone else's. You're creating a a tribe of people. That's for sure. I will link for sure the TED Talk, um, our former podcast, the specific gravity strips, uh, all of the things that you guys can dig in. Dr. Stacey Sims on Instagram. You're wonderful. Thank you so much for coming back on Meathead Hippie. I always love talking to you. And I just, again, can't thank you enough for the work you're doing. Thanks for having me. It's always fun.